Give me a drink, bartender. Can't keep my hands to myself. No matter how hard I'm trying to, I want you all to myself. Your metaphorical gin and juice. So come on, give me a taste. Hello, hello, hello. Here is Lucas, and this is Drunken Accent, your podcast about everything that you don't want to know, but you're craving for it. Yes, as you guys can see, Philippe is not here this week. And why he's not here? Because last week, you guys have one hour of Philippe and Jason talking, introducing him, and talking a little bit more about their relationship. So this week, I have a special guest. I decide to bring my bae. So with you guys, I would like to introduce my bae, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Are you nervous to be here? No, this is just weird. I know I'm not going to like my voice, but it's I nice. know you're nervous. You know why? <laughs> because you're rad. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also hot in our house right now. It even is. with the AC on, so that's not helping. I know. Yeah, so this week we will continue out the same topic that we had last week about couples and we will introduce these guys who are kind of part of our lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I have a lot of questions for you, Bay, and mm -hmm. we will talk about it and I want you to open yourself and we'll go from there. Sounds good. But I know that you're also craving for the wine, so I will I jump straight for the wine. And then from there, we start our conversation. Okay. That's okay? Okay. Okie dokie, guys. So let's go for the wine. Son of a bitch! Give me a drink! Okay, Joshua, what exactly are we drinking? Uh, so this is a Woodbridge a Pinot Grigio from California. Okay. Uh, it is a white wine, for mm -hmm. those of you that do not know. Um, it's 12% alcohol. Okay. Uh, it was $13 on sale for $11. Mm -hmm. As you know, I like to buy cheap wine. Yes, I know. I like a deal. So yeah. I had two other bottles in my hand that were like 8 or $9, but I really like Woodbridge. Mm -hmm. And it was $11, so I was like... So that's the story it. about the wine? Because you said there was like a whole that's mystery. That's the whole story thing. about the wine. There so you it's go. super exhilarating. So but. let me see if your choice is good because this was Joshua's choice, not mine. It's always my choice for wine. You didn't cheers. Cheers. There you go. It's good. It's a good one. It's very good. I normally like, I don't know how to say it, but I'm going to screw it up. Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. Sure. Uh, come, on, you the, come on, you are the Canadian. <laughs> you are supposed to be able to talk. Shh. Um, but it's Pinot Grigio and I like it, so it's good. Good, mm -hmm. good, good. So, here we are. You actually was one of the first listeners of the podcast. I was. And you knew since the beginning. I did. So, I actually, before I actually introduce you or introduce us, I want to ask you, what was in your mind when I told you about Filippi, when I told you about the podcast? And I, be well, honest. I'm Okay. Uh, I was okay. super excited for you. I was super happy. I know that you are kind of nerdy and love podcasts, and you talk about them all the time. And I know you listen to a bunch of them. Yes, I do. And I thought you would be perfect at it. Mm -hmm. I still think that Aww. after listening, but whatever. He's a flirty. <laughs> That's the wine. 
uh, no, I'm, I really enjoyed it. I'm really happy and I, I love listening to it. So I don't listen to a bunch of podcasts. I like to keep my podcast listening very exclusive. So you guys made the cut. Good, good. And what exactly you think about the podcast? I enjoy it because it feels like I'm always just in the room with you guys, exactly. even though I'm like downstairs, but most of still, the time, most of yeah, the time. <laughs> because we record sometimes at Felipe's house, yes. sometimes we record at my house. But it's nice because it just feels like a conversation with your friends that most of us have almost every time anybody hangs out together. So yeah, it's very true. That's what I enjoy. Some of them are pretty informative and other ones pretty funny. Good. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. So. If you have to introduce yourself to our audience, how would you introduce yourself? Oh, gosh. Um, so, my name is Josh, if you didn't catch that. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I was born and raised in Hamilton, Ontario, mm-hmm. Canada, for those of you not listening in Canada. Yeah. Uh, lived here my whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am... 31 years old yeah, so I'm pretty, old. I'm pretty old now yeah i'm no longer 20 so there's that uh, i like to think i'm pretty chill you know i yeah you are i work in finance which i hate yeah uh, other than that i like to just enjoy life and have fun and be around people that i love and and have different experiences all the time Oh, that's so. good. But you mentioned that you, you know, born and raised in Ontario, but you didn't live your whole life in Ontario. No, I lived in Alberta for about, in total, maybe five years. Mm-hmm. Here and, and there, right? Here and there, yeah. And that was great. And yeah. I definitely miss it out there, but home is here. So. But there is one of your experience that you always talk about, and actually most of our friends did the same thing, that I always think is very interesting because... It's something that back home, I don't think anyone do things like that. So I want to know uh, how exactly it is uh, when you went to Jasper. How the, that whole idea came out. Explain to people what is Jasper and why you went to do there. So Jasper National Park, well, it's a national park. Um, it's in Alberta, near the border, BC and Alberta in the Rocky Mountains. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's a tiny little town, maybe... I'm not entirely sure. Maybe twelve hundred people throughout the year. Mm-hmm. It gets up to like ten thousand by like the summer, but don't quote me on that. I'm not entirely one hundred percent on that. We can search. No. <laughs> um, basically, I went my first year in two thousand six. The my ex and my best friend Dean, you know, mm-hmm. she they were going out, and I ended up going with them. We went to a little resort uh, just outside of Jasper called Becker Chalets, and me and Dean did housekeeping. And you meet people from out east, from Nova Scotia, BC, Manitoba, Australia. This, I think there was a couple of people in the States that I've met. I met a bunch of people, and it's probably the, some of the best experiences I've ever had. I went back four times. I went back in 2006, 2008, 2010, 2012. And yeah, I met some... But is, the, is this a normal thing for Canadians? Because it's it's funny, because... Nowadays, pretty much all of our friends went to Jasper at least one summer. Yeah. And why is this something normal? The Canadians actually, like, it's something just for your group of people or it's something that in general Canadians do? I don't think it's just Canadians. I think it's pretty much everybody in general. Like I said, you met people from Australia, like, that were there at the same time that I probably never would have met otherwise. Maybe it's a North American thing. Or Australia, British, British, be, not North America, but British colonization thing then, because Australia sure. was colonized by British. Sure, so. I'm not good at history, so we know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
at least for the people that I've met, yeah, it's pretty normal, I would say. Yeah. It's weird that most of the people that I'm friends with these days, I met in Alberta. In, 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 and in, we're all from Hamilton area, like Guelph, Hamilton, Mississauga, Toronto. I never would have met them had I never gone there. And some of them are still some of my closest friends today. And one of the things that I think it's it's uh, it's interesting is because we we have so many friends, but... In my mind, it seems that in the end, they are all connected, although they were there in different yep. times in summer, yep. which is so crazy. I met all of them at different years, and some of them all knew each other pre- previously, and they all told each other, and we all ended up meeting different years. Like, it's insane. It's kind of crazy. It's, it's kind of crazy it's really that they, crazy. it's all connected, yep. right? Yep. It's all connected. And you have so many nice and funny stories because it seems that Jasper will also some kind of sexual initiation for people because you had so many straight friends who went there and came back not exactly as straight after yes, they came back. I had a lot of straight girlfriends that came back not straight today. But it, it, this is, it was something And then like, vice versa. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, <laughs> right? It's kind of very, very crazy. Yeah, no, it's pretty funny. We had a lot of those stories. We had a lot of drunk adventures. It was... I saw some trails and mountains that I probably never would have seen otherwise, so... Which, in some kind of way, always make me jealous because at the beginning of this year, I went to Calgary, where Joshua mentioned that he lived for many, many, many uh, years. Many, many years. Five years. But when I arrived there, it was 35 centimeters of snow and was snowing the whole time that I was there. And I was not able to see pretty much anything besides white, 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 white. Calgary is so pretty. We have to, we need to go back. We definitely need. You need to see Calgary in the summer. And then, yeah, you'll really appreciate it. Yeah, I would love to. I would really, really love to. Mm -hmm. Really, really. Yeah, but I was mentioning that as well, all your friends are connected. And it's um, something that is very... It's funny, right? Because Canada is one of the top five biggest countries in the planet. And the fact that our friends are all connected before, before mm-hmm. you even met them, mm-hmm. always blow my mind, yeah. right? Like, it's it's insane. Yeah. And nowadays, we have these different groups of friends mm-hmm. that sometimes we don't see them at the same time or in the same place. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird for me when you say that that person belongs to that group because you met that group through... The, it's just like too much connections. We need a really big like whiteboard. So yeah, I, can do, like, I imagine that. Someone in the center and then branch out everywhere. But you know what is funny? The fact that you think about that, which means that I'm putting some influence on you because that's so, so, so nerd. That's not nerdy. That's, that's just super com- nerd. It's thing. Uh-huh. Like when you're super popular so like me, it just much. happens. Oh, yeah. Mr. Popular. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, talking about Mr. Popular, because the one who has the podcast here, it's me. So I believe sure. I'm the popular. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here comes to another question that I have for you, which will come a little bit about us. Okay. Which I want to know. As far as I know about your past love life, mm-hmm. I actually am Fancy. the only person that it's not white that you dated. You're white, but thank you. I'm. <laughs> come on. Here I'm considered as, as Latino. But the question is how it is date someone who is foreign, who has an accent, who, how it, what is the biggest difficulty? Because I have so many funny stories about you and my accent. I can imagine. Uh, Dating a Latino Brazilian you mm-hmm. has been great. It's interesting. It's, be. <laughs> it's, in- it's interesting. 
uh, because learning a lot about the Brazilian culture is so different. Oh yeah, Canadian we are culture. very very different. Um, it's very loud. Mm-hmm. Which, as most of you know, I'm not. Unless yeah. I'm drunk, then as, maybe. As um, you guys also can see, Joshua is a very, very, very shy person. So I'm way more outgoing and Joshua is way more reserved. Until you get to know me then. That's so yeah, bit. that's why I'm giving him why. So, you know, he can... Loosen up a little? Let it go. Yeah. Um, no, it's been it's been great. I love the accent. I said from the very beginning that I'm obsessed with your accent. Yes, sometimes it's a little harder to understand what you're saying. But it's been almost three years now that I think I've grown so accustomed to what you're saying that I don't even realize that you may be saying something wrong. Mm-hmm. That I I now just interpret it as that's what the way it's supposed to be said. Um, it's also opened up my eyes to how it is for immigrants coming to Canada and how it is in other countries and and stuff like that like i did i had no idea the process that it takes for you yeah. to come here it's not how long it takes thing. Or, you know when you tell me stories of how you first came here and you didn't know anybody you didn't understand the language and you had your whole tim hortons experience or the go train experience and all that stuff it literally breaks my heart when i hear it and then i never would have been open to that otherwise so. it, it, it's funny it's funny because josh has mentioned a few stories i think i i already mentioned them but yeah. tim hortons for people who are not from canada team or you know are i think people from u.s probably knows but tim hortons is like high starbucks but it's canadian it's, it's really bad it's not bad it's just very popular and cheap very cheap and the first time when i came to canada the first time that i went to tim hortons my english was really not good and uh, I went to actually buy coffee and just a second. So, yeah, uh, what I was mentioning is, so when I, I went to Tim Hortons and I went to, to buy a coffee because it was cold and I just want a coffee. And what happened is I went there and the person who was on the cashier has a lot of accent. He started talking to me very fast and I couldn't understand a word. So I just started to say yes. Yes, yes. And then from a small coffee, I leave the, I left the Tim Hortons with a donut, a sandwich, coffee, a soup. I remember that I was like with a whole full meal and it was like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. I was expecting to pay like $1 and paying like $20. And also when I arrive, I was on the go train, which is like a train for when you go to the suburbs to downtown. And I was... Uh, I stopped and then I saw a lot of people running from one platform to the other and there was a huge line to leave the platform and I said, why these people are on this line? So I just walk very slow to the other platform. And of course, the police stopped me because this is prohibited and I got a ticket. He crossed the train tracks. Yeah, I did. And I have a ticket for $230. Like, this was, like, less than three months that I was in Canada. So, living and learning, that's definitely a thing. Mm-hmm. Definitely a thing. And you were talking about accent. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because Joshua, sometimes he, he claimed that it's not true, but I'm so... For me, it's true. Because when Josh and I started dating, I remember us uh, talking or walking or going out. And I remember talking a lot 
and Joshua remember he's saying yes, 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 and moving his head, but I was so, so, so sure that he was not understanding That's what not I true. was talking. It is true. It's not true. Or if it is not true, or at least you didn't understand the topic what I was talking. No, I understand every topic that you talk about. Yes, you talk about a lot of topics, so chances are some of them I may not be listening to because my attention span is not the greatest. Yeah, that's true. Because you do talk a lot. I so do. There's that. But I understood you, and I still understand you. Good. And if I bad. don't understand you, I will tell you. You know that. You so. always understand. You never say that you don't understand because me. Because I do understand you. Yeah, it's true. Good. Which is good. It's mm. about time that you understand me. So, yeah. We are talking about, um, as well, about us. Mm-hmm. So, I actually never mentioned here on the podcast how we both met. Mm-hmm. But I know my Do version. I tell the story? Yeah, you can tell the okay, story. I'll tell, I'll tell you the actual story, and then you can tell your story. Okay, sure. So we originally, and he will fight me on this. We originally started talking on Grinder. Stop it right there, because can why... I finish my story before no, you no, no. interrupt? Wait, me? stop right there, because I need to make this mention. Because this week I received some messages for mm-hmm. uh, friends. <laughs> yeah, not Grinder, <laughs> but friends who ask me. What is Grinder? I was gonna explain it. Yeah, good. So you explain what is Grinder. Grinder is a hookup. Essentially, at this point, is a hookup app for gay men. Uh, you can say you're on there for friends or dating. Ninety-nine percent of the people on there are looking for a piece of ass at this point, and it's dirty. It's dirty, but that's <laughs> it's the truth. It um, is. I never actually hooked up with anybody on it, uh-huh. and I don't know if you did, but. You originally started talking to me on there because I remember I took screenshots of your photo because I thought you were super cute. Well, I cannot say the same that I never hook up with anyone there. But exactly. And then you stopped talking to me because you blocked me. I didn't block you. you blocked I already me. mentioned you multiple times to you me. that I then, delete the app. And then fast forward like maybe a week or two. I don't remember because the time frame that we started talking to when we actually met in person is very blurry for me. Yeah. Because I was pretty drunk for most of that yes, time. Yes, you were. Um... I downloaded Tinder, and I think it was like a day or two after I got Tinder, I got a super like, and so I had to scroll through everybody very quickly because I wanted to see who super liked me, <laughs> and then you finally came up, and I was like, oh my god, this is Lucas, again, who I had talked to, but he stopped talking to me, super liked me, so then obviously I started talking to you, and then yeah. Yeah, but it, it's funny because I don't remember talking to you on Grinder. Yeah. honestly, I, you did. I really, really, I really don't, it. but I remember I swear that- on Britney Spears' life. Uh, okay, yeah, because Josh is obsessed with Britney Spears, as you guys already heard in the previous later. episodes. But uh, I remember because that year I left a very complicated relationship, and then mm-hmm. after that I was a little bit Sliding. exploring. You can say like that, I was exploring. And then I met another guy who I kind of got uh, tango for a month, a month and a half. Mm-hmm. And then after that, what I did is... I I remember that I went back to to Grinder and Tinder and all these apps and but I after some time I don't know if this is with everybody but at least with me after some time it becomes a little bit boring boring you know like it's always kind of the same people and you hey, kind of yeah How it's always the same great. thing and you're yeah. like oh, I don't have patience for that so I remember that I deleted Grinder but I kept tinder for a while tinder was better anyways huh tinder was better anyways yeah i prefer tinder because at least you talk to people who actually are interested on you Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so 
And then I saw your picture and I really like your picture and remember was a picture that you were using. How do I say this? The shirts that you are The mus- wife beaters? Muscle shirts? Muscle shirts. Muscle shirts. For the my, lack of muscles that I have. It's, it's <laughs> funny because my sister, my sister who lives in Brazil, every time that she, she talks to us on the, on, on the webcam, she looks at Josh and is like, ooh, muy macho. <laughs> She's obsessed with Joshua. But I remember that I saw that picture and I really like it. And I said, you know what? I want to talk to this guy. So I would just super like him. Because I'm also for the opinion that before the apps exist, people used to have to talk to each other in a bar, right? Mm-hmm. People, you see how many movies and things <laughs> that people go and say offer a drink or something. Mm-hmm. So for me, the app should be exactly the same. So if I want to talk to you, I will make if sure anything, that I will talk to you. It's better because... It breaks the ice a lot easier. Yeah, you know. Because for especially someone that's super shy like me, yeah, I would never, ever, unless I was maybe like six tequila shots in, which is possible. <laughs> yeah, um, would never go up to a person and be like, "Hey, let me buy you a drink," or "Hey, let's make out," or "Hey, let's dance." Never, never. Yeah, I cannot say the same. Yeah. Well, anyway, we all know. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, so I super like Joshua, and then we start talking, and I remember that we actually start talking for what around. A month. We are just talking I want to say like mid-December. It's probably mid-December. But around that time, as I Beginning started going December, out, mid-December. I started going out with Josh, Rob, and Chris like every day. Yeah, which is some of our friends. And drinking a lot, so it's very yeah, easy I, for me. I remember that we are talking first at Tinder, and then after that we exchange Snapchat and, and text message. So we start mm-hmm. talking, and... I remember that I was always saying, let's go for a coffee. Let's do something. And you were always busy. Busy. And I remember you sending me snapshots of you going to a party or mm-hmm. doing something, mm-hmm. doing this, doing there. And it was always like fun, nice. But if you want to meet me, let's let's meet. Because I, I, I'm, I always was from this opinion. You know, if I'm on this and I want, I'm talking to you. I'm not here just for virtual stuff. If mm-hmm. you want to talk to me, let's go. Let's go for a drink. Let's mm-hmm. go for a beer, for a coffee. Let's talk. Mm-hmm. Let's see how it is. And, and then we go from there. Yeah. You know, if it is just to talk, I you know, I talk to my friends back home. It's mm-hmm. If it is to have virtual friends, I stay many years in my life here in Canada talking only to people through a little black mirror. Mm-hmm. But uh, you finally so, asked me to go out for a date. No, I didn't ask you to I feel like you asked me. What I, I did, I know, because this I remember very well. I remember that I but told you before. No, I don't. <laughs> but I remember this was before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I remember that I told you, look, I remember texting you and saying, look, we should go see each other. Mm-hmm. So the facts like this. I want to meet you. So if you want to take me for a date, you have to. I didn't say you have to, but I said. I will be available on this day, mm-hmm. so if you want to, that's the day that we should go. Mm-hmm. And then you said, sure. And I remember that you said that you will not be in town, but you would I come back that. straight for it. I and I said, okay, cool. I was very hungover the day that I came back. Yeah, I left, that's I, I unfortunately, I don't remember. I, I don't know this. So, and I remember I had to come home. I took the GO train home. I had to change and shower quickly and then bust down to... Starbucks. Yeah, actually, I, rem- I I have a feeling. I don't know if this is, was another day because I don't remember very well. But I have a feeling that when I met you, you were with a bag. I don't. That's know. possible because I stayed at my dad's house at that time, and Could you be. saw my little closet that I had as a room. Yeah, <laughs> I pretty much never stayed there, so I always had a bag on me no matter where could I went. Could be, could be. Yeah, it's very possible. So then we went to Starbucks, Starbucks in the village, the gay village in Toronto. Yes, we did. For you, those of you who do not know what that is, 
Yeah, this is a good thing to say because I think Philippe and I never mentioned as well. It is the it is called the Village in Toronto. It is on Church Street and it's basically the spot for gay people. I don't know, maybe these days because it's coming more accepting, more places are opening up, but it's the center gay thing in Toronto. Yeah. Where it's just strictly like bars, cafes, restaurants, apartment buildings for Everything all the gay is people. L- not just gay. You need to be you need to be very specific. It's for LGBT plus LGBTQ two plus whatever community. And and it's when I have to explain to people back home I always say is a LGBT neighborhood mm-hmm. because every single place there is mm-hmm. related and mm-hmm. and and kind of the commerce mm-hmm. and, and, and the everything that the business is all around the pride community. So it's very nice. So, yeah, we went to Starbucks. We went to Starbucks. You got your white mocha. There you go. You remember. I'm pretty sure I got my chestnut praline because it was around Christmas time. So that's what I got. Well, Joshua, it was not around Christmas time. January This They had the Christmas drinks on. So okay, I would have gotten fine. that and been like, ooh, the Christmas drinks are still on ooh. because that's me. Okay, yeah. And we sat and we talked and we talked and we talked. You probably did a little bit more talking I than I did. I much, a lot, um, actually. And then you did my favorite thing, which was let's go for a beer. No, we had, I remember that we are drinking coffee and I finished my coffee and we are talking. Because you drink it in two seconds flat i do i do i don't know how you like a coffee so fast simple so i remember that we are talking and and it was a, it was a very busy it was a very busy uh starbucks and we met at the starbucks we didn't met before but no. we met at the starbucks yeah. no yeah and then my coffee finished and then i saw your coffee finish and then got to that point that you know, like if I stay there and I stay there so he wanted to keep it going. So yeah, he didn't I want, want to like to keep the I, I, I want to <laughs> like the conversation was okay, but if we stay there, the conversation would end up like mm-hmm. okay, so I'm going home. So mm-hmm. I said, you know, the it was a Sunday, and then I said, do you want to go for a beer? Mm-hmm. And then you said, sure. Mm-hmm. And then we went to a bar which mm-hmm. is called Woody's. Mm-hmm. And Where they film Queer as Folk way back in the day. Yes, exactly. Queer as Folk is a series. If you guys haven't watched it, you should. Anyway, so we went there. There was having some drag shows, which there was a drag queen that you knew. Yep. But is not Ecstasy Love. No. It's another queen. Uh, Don't remember who is it. Off the top of my head. Uh, Vanity. I could be wrong. Anyways, I'll look it up while you're doing that. Yeah, I honestly don't remember. I just remember that we are there, we are drinking, and then we asked for a picture. Mm-hmm. And was and it was funny because I remember that you were like, what kind of beer you want? And I said, ask for a picture. And I remember that I remember your eyes because your eyes was like, hmm, okay, oh. I'm down for that. <laughs> and yeah, so then we start drinking. And like I said previously, Joshua is a very, very shy person. And... Believe it or not, my friends back home would say that this is not true. But Joshua is here and he can uh, confirm that Josh, I am not shy when it comes to, to flirting and dating. And I was talking to him. Vanity Alamode is the drag queen. There you go. Kyle Miller as the boy. Um, shout yeah. out. <laughs> anyway, so I just remember that we are there at the bar. We are talking and Joshua was being a little... Uh, slow, let's say like that. And then true. I said, you know what? I need to see if this guy is as nice as I think it is. So I just went there and then I kissed him. And then I remember that I stole him a kiss. I really, I literally 
hold his face and kiss him. And after I kissed him, I said, I'm sorry, I just have to do this. Because it was true. I was just like, I need to do it. I need to see if this, how it is. And then I was like, okay, he kissed well. Three years later, he's still here. So I must have done something right. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. And for those who think that anything else happened after that, it did not. Joshua was actually a gentleman who actually went with me to the bus stop. Because, yes, we are poor. We bus and commute to downtown. And, yeah, so we... I dropped him off and then I went home. Yeah, exactly. He claims he went home. I have my doubts, but... I went home. Good. (laughs) Yeah, and then after that, we actually... Joshua kept talking to me. And I remember that I was in a phase that I was like, I don't want to... Like, I I remember saying I, I was... I was seeing other people. I was fine. And I was like, I don't want a relationship. He was playing like hard to get. I, I was not playing hard, but I was like, I, I honestly don't, don't want a relationship. So I was, I was fine. But Joshua was always texting me. One thing that I have okay, to don't say. Don't make it sound like always texting like a no, creep. No, no, That's no, not true. Let, no, let me say, <laughs> let me say. I think, honestly, I don't know if we ever mentioned this to each other, but I think what made me actually fall in love with you was the fact mm-hmm. that. For more that I was, I, I was, Joshua said that I played the difficult one. I was not playing the difficult, but for more that I was trying not to fall for him or not to get into him, uh, he was always showing interest to talk to me. Mm-hmm. So I remember that you were always texting me like, how was the day? And then we talk and sometimes I said, oh, I'm a really a little bit busy mm-hmm. or I have uh, something to do today. And then you said, no problem. I can text you tomorrow. And then on the next day, you text me. And I remember there was many times that I was working because I used to work in North York. And I remember that you text me when I was working in North York and I was coming back and you say, hey, where are you? And I said, oh, I'm jumping to the subway. It was like, no problem. I will be waiting for you on the station. Not like a creeper. No, not like a That's creeper, like for real. <laughs> <laughs> and and then we used to meet here and there and talk. Because and... I used to work right beside the go station, the yes. Union Station, which is where the subway took you. It's so true. It was very it's true. convenient. Yeah, Union Station is like the central uh, subway station in downtown. Yeah. So yeah, so it was always like you always were there, and mm-hmm. well, you were always waiting. And I remember many times that I remember. I think if my friend Angel, mm-hmm. uh, if she's listening, she will confirm this. Because mm-hmm. I remember texting Angel and saying, uh, Joshua just texted me, and he wants to see me. And I told him that I can't, but I actually can. But I don't want to tell him that I can. I just... I don't want to have wanna a relationship. I was not. I was just like, <laughs> I don't want to get in this relationship. Like, I, I, it was too much from the previous year. I, I literally had a very tough year. So I was like, I don't want to get involved. But I, I remember one day Angel told me, uh, have you ever noticed that every time that you talk about Joshua, you talk about someone who is very kind of it you don't talk about him about uh oh joshua is the worst the hookup guy or joshua is the annoying guy you always talk about him about some kind of kind way or or nice way or someone who makes you feel happy so you should actually stop fighting and just embrace this and was actually when i start to 
to say you know what yeah she she's right she's right and then so thank you angel yeah that's angel yeah <laughs> and so yeah so i remember that on our second or third day joshua um, we went to the movies which we watched such a horrible the movie forest? yes the worst movie ever. it was so bad so oh, bad and i remember that before that we went again for a beer because yeah the beginning of our relationship josh and i we are always drunk pretty much up until maybe like a couple months ago we were always drinking oh, a couple months ago okay, when we moved like a year ago before we move in together so like say, a year ago. yeah when, but... we, when i had 30 once i had 30 <laughs> i was like okay you start to get you start to get mature but yeah it was funny because um I remember we were in Jack Astor's and I remember th- this is something that I will forever remember because Joshua told me no you know that I I really don't go to second dates with anyone and I don't know exactly what was crossing your mind but I remember that I was thinking okay but I don't and the thing and I've mentioned before is I I always was in I was in three relationships prior and Slut. Three long-term <laughs> relationships, so not a slut, thank you very much. Um, three long-term relationships prior, and I never dated them. Sure. I always just literally was like, oh, we like each other, let's date. And then we dated, and obviously it did not turn out well. Um, so I never dated anybody. And then when I was single for the very... When you say dating, you mean like going to dates? Going on dates, like, yeah, hey, yeah. Let, let's go for a date, blah, blah, blah. So I very rarely ever actually went on a date with somebody because, A, I didn't know how to do it. And B, I'm super shy. Mm-hmm. And C, I don't have a C, so I don't know why I said that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I never did it. So when I went out, I had gone on a couple of dates prior to you, but they never went anywhere. And I never wanted them to go anywhere because I wasn't technically ready. And I didn't, and I wasn't ready when we first just met, but I knew that it was something that I didn't want to lose. Aww. But you, you guys want to know something that is very, very funny is that later on when Josh and I start dating and we start to talk, of course, and we I never to know, admitted that we were in a relationship. That, no, that's not the point that I would say. But it, the funny thing is the guys that you that Joshua went for a date was the guys that was actually talking to me as well at the same time. Yeah, just proves how small the gay community is. It was is. so, 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 so funny. So... Yeah, and I remember that Joshua told me, like I said, oh, oh, I don't go to second dates. And I remember saying, okay, uh, me neither. And then he said, because I'm really not looking for a relationship. And I was like, then I wasn't. Me neither, boy. Like, I was like, I remember that I was with a beer in my hands and I said, sure, me neither. Like, casual. And then after I said casual, Joshua looked at me and said, but you know, next week I'm going to my friend's house in Hamilton. Mm. Do you want to come up? And I was like, okay, so pretty much he doesn't go to second dates, but he invited me to the third or fourth. And then, yep. And then we went to... And now here we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in as well, if you guys don't know, this was pretty much our beginner of relationship. And yeah, as Joshua mentioned, we actually never had a moment that we said that we were dating or that we were boyfriends yep. because it was pretty much just uh we're just hanging out yeah we're, we're just, just hanging, hanging out, out. and we just ask and he's like oh we're just hanging out yeah. i remember i strictly told a lot of people uh a lot of people can confirm this that do not let me get into a relationship <laughs> but what is what is lucas we're just hanging out we're, yeah. we're just hanging out clearly we were not just hanging out but 
we didn't want to admit it. And it was fine because I actually really enjoyed how that all happened. Yeah, me too, me too. I, I really enjoyed that because it was, was a very... was this slow and, and worked fine. And I remember that close to your birthday, my birthday, because we are only four days apart. Mm-hmm. And so we're I, both Tauruses. Yes, we are. So you guys can see how much stubborn we are. And then we don't fight. We actually don't. Josh and I, we hardly fight. One of us gets a little bit more dramatic than the other, but it's fine. Which definitely is not me. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, it's, I just, I, I just, um, whenever I remember close to our birthday, I remember that, uh, was, I, I just remember that I was thinking about you and thinking about what I was feeling and everything that was going on. And I remember that, uh, our friend Joshua Brown, which is Joshua's one of Joshua's best friend, uh, he texts me and we are talking, and then I kind of I was worried if what I was feeling was mutual or not, and then I kind of talked to him and I ended like sp- splitting that I was like, oh my gosh, I think I love Joshua, and then he was like, do you? And I said, yeah, and then he said, well, maybe you should talk this to him. And then on Joshua's birthday was actually the first time that I said it. Actually, quick correction. Okay. It was May 5th, the day before my birthday. <sighs> yeah, it was during the night, so... Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, I ended saying, and although Joshua claimed that he said it back, he did not set it back. I did. Because I remember very clear, he said it on the next day, but not on that moment. He said, mm-hmm, Yeah. Anyway, so moving yeah. on. But we still <laughs> didn't decide that we are dating or Until as in a relationship. Yeah, but it was funny because I remember one day we were when you moved to your apartment or feel I don't know exactly when that was. But you were buying that rack that nowadays we have for the TV, mm-hmm. and we were at Walmart mm-hmm. with our friends mm-hmm. and Craig, one of our friends. Uh, we lost Joshua for a minute, and then he asked me, "Where is your boyfriend?" And the moment that he said that, I was like, holy shit, he is my boyfriend. And then I said, well, he's there. And then from that moment, I just assumed that he was my boyfriend, although we never had any question. Mm-hmm. And then we jumped directly from we are seeing each other to when Joshua proposed, which actually is one of my questions. Okay. What made you propose to me? Because if you guys don't know, we are engaged and we are going to get married and we have 16 months from that and I have to lose weight to that. Anyway, so why? So why question again? My question was, <laughs> two glasses of wine how glass, was so. it for you to decide to propose? Uh, that's a very good question. Um, I don't know what it was that made me want to do it. I just knew the day that I wanted to do it, if that makes any sense at all, which probably doesn't. But um, my entire life, I had always told myself that I was never going to get married because I had never had a good example of marriage around me. And obviously I had three three previous failed relationships. So I was like, it's never going to happen. Don't need it. Don't want it to happen. Yes, I'm stuttering over my words. Yeah, that's what I would say. That's what I would say. The English native speaker <laughs> is like having tongue-tied. Um, yeah, and then I just... There, this is going to get barf-worthy, but there's just something about you that I was just like, I never want to let him go. Aww. And 
orgasm was like when I knew. I knew in like December, but I didn't say a word of it to anybody until um, April. And that's when I slowly was like, okay, I'm going to tell like one person. And then I told like one person. And then I was like, I can't keep a secret. Who the fuck frig, am I kidding? I literally told every single person that I knew. I literally told every single person that I knew that I was going to propose to you. And I told them, I was like, do not say a word because I will literally kill you. Not actually, but I will. And I told every single person that we knew, including your family, except for your mom, because I was told that your mom would spill the beans. Yeah, she would. Um, Because my mom is, my mom cannot keep a secret. Literally told every single person that we knew and yeah, got the ring and did it on the weekend of my 30th birthday. May 5th, which is when you told me you love me. Yeah, which was actually a huge surprise for me because I have absolutely no clue. The only little clue that I had was because we always used to make jokes when we were driving together and Joshua, I always used to make jokes about uh, Beyonce's song, Put a Ring on It, and uh, Single Ladies, right? And then... One day, Joshua at the car said, so if we get married one day, would you take my last name? And then I remember that I look at him like, he never say a word about this. And I was like, why? And he was like, no, I was talking to Shannon, Shannon yeah. which is our friend who got married last, last year. And I was just like, okay, this is weird. And I remember texting Angel about it saying, I don't know why he's asking me that, but it's kind of weird. And he was like, oh, he's going to propose one day. I said, well, okay, but it's kind of like creepy. And that was like a month or two months after we start uh, living together. So when Joshua proposed for me, it was like so, so, so surprised. And what was the first thing that I said when you proposed, Joshua? No. <laughs> yeah, I said a huge, big no. And then, then I, I realized what and he was then I realized saying. what I was saying. Like, oh, then yeah. I said, "Oh no, no, no!" I mean, yes. We were also very drunk. Yeah, I we were was, very sorry, drunk. You I were. was drunk because yeah. I got extreme. I was not nervous the entire time that I told everybody that we drove up to the cottage. Everything. I wasn't nervous. I was like, "I got this." And then people were texting me. It was like 10 p.m. Like, "Have you done it yet? Have you done it?" And I was like, "No, I haven't done it." And right before I had to do it, I was like. I needed a shot, so I did two shots, and I was like, yeah, and I, I got that so shot. nervous, and I lost everything that I wanted to I say. just remember you saying, can you come here? And I said, no, no I said, I'm I sitting. wanted to make a speech to everybody for coming for my birthday, yeah. and that's when I knew I was going to no, do it. No, but then you asked me to go, like, to yeah. go right beside you, and I was like, no, I'm sitting, I'm comfortable. No, you need to come here. No, I don't want to. Come here. I said, fine. kind of lazy. I was very lazy. I was like, oh, Fine. And then Josh proposed, and then was a scandal. Mm-hmm. And I remember texting my sister, and I just texted my sister, like, Viv. And then her reply back was like, congratulations. I said, fuck off. How do you know? <laughs> this is not fair. Come on. Sneaky. Yeah, you were very, very, very sneaky. So here we are. In 16 months, we will be married. And yes, answering Joshua's question on that day of the car, our idea is actually not change our last names. No. Because honestly, Joshua's last name is a very complicated one that took me many, many months to be able to pronounce, which is... Waslinchuk. Yeah, so... uh, And it will be too hard for me with my accent to be able to say this to people on my emails if one day, uh, you know, I had a new email. So, yeah. He's concerned about emails, people. I am, people. I am, I am. So, yeah, in 16 months, we will get married. 
we still have a lot to to do for the wedding. Pretty much all of it. But. Pretty much. Not all <laughs> of it because the venue will do most of the things, but yeah. there is next year it will be it will be the year of it to do most of the things. Mm-hmm. Um, very excited for it. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my bachelor party in three weeks. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks. We're yes. doing it a year before. So. Yeah. So what is the biggest so it's it's very funny because you had long term relationships and you live with people mm-hmm. before. You are actually my first experience living with mm-hmm. someone that I dated. Mm-hmm. But what is the biggest what what is the biggest challenge when it comes to our relationship about living together? You don't you do not like the way that I fold socks. Okay, that's your biggest challenge. Yes. Folding socks. So I don't do it because you literally, anytime I fold a sock, you will go back and redo it. That that's a so I do not do it. Lie. It's not a lie. You know that you do it. <laughs> so don't <laughs> pretend that you don't. You have OCD. You have a problem. You guys see how much he loves me. I do. If that's our biggest problem, <laughs> it's the true. way the socks are rolled. <laughs> um, that's probably my biggest challenge. Yeah, I have to say it is because so yeah. I don't do it anymore because I go back. And he doesn't even tell me that he's redoing it. He'll just redo it. And then I have to go back. And I'm like, this is not how notice. I roll the socks. I don't even notice I'm that I'm I'm sure you don't. I, I just, I'm 100% just, sure that you don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, uh, come on. Like, Josh, it's funny because living together, it, there is so many things. Like, for these socks, it's a, it was a, literally a funny thing. Just like as well how much you hate when I try to make the bad when you're already in bed. Ugh, worst. <laughs> I hate making the bed. And he needs to make the bed before we go to bed. So sometimes I'll just sneak in there. Actually, sometimes I'll just pretend to make the bed and make it look like I made it, but I really didn't. Yeah, which uh, And then I get into nuts. bed and then you can't do anything about it. But a lot of time you kick me out and make me wait while you make the bed, which is annoying. Well, for me, what, what is if you have to talk about the socks, I have to say what makes me more annoyed. Get about your list it. ready. Here we go. One of the main things is how much you sweat during the night. Jesus Christ is like, like sleeping right beside the river because it's like a water everywhere. It's pretty gross. There's sometimes it's I have to put gross. a towel underneath me because it, it's yes. so gross. It is. Yes, yes it, it is. It's it's, I don't know it's why. Insane. I have a fan, I have the AC, and I still sweat. The fan. It's awesome that you talk about the fan because I think this is actually a Canadian thing because I don't understand. It's like minus 30 outside and Josh still have a fan on in the room. Like not even on with the air on us. The air is like, it's the noise. Uh, I, I told you, get me a white noise uh, machine and we'll be fine. And I have to sleep with that. I, I need some type of noise because when it's too quiet, because I go to bed like three hours before you do. When you come in, you make a lot of noise, and then I wake up, and then at which point I get grumpy. <laughs> it's true, and it's funny how we are also very different, right? Because Joshua is the guy who sleep early. What time you go to bed, Joshua? Literally nine o'clock is bedtime. I'm ready for bed, but I sometimes push it till nine thirty. Last night I maybe made it till nine ten. Depends on what I do in the evening. If I walk to and from work, I go to yoga and I go to everything else. I'm tired. Do you guys have any idea that he said he pushed to go to nine thirty? Right? Yeah, I pushed to nine thirty. Ten o'clock? No. If we're out, I'm I will be out until that time. But I'm very angry that I'm not in bed already. I just can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I, I try and I really can't. Even on a Friday or Saturday, if we're not doing anything, I'm in bed at that time. True. And I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> it's true. You actually. 
you actually go to bed too early, which I don't go to bed till like 11, 11.30. For me, it's very hard for me to go to but bed. But I also early. get up at 5. It's very true. And you don't get up until, well, 6 when I wake you up during the week and then God knows when on like, the weekend. I have to say that I'm very lucky because I don't use alarm clock for over three years I'm your now. alarm clock. Josh I wake you up clock. every day with coffee and breakfast. Get All you literally bitches. have to do is walk downstairs. It's very true. I'm very spoiled. Not gonna lie. He's completely spoiled. Yeah, I like that. Not gonna lie. <laughs> That's why I keep him around. Mm-hmm. So another thing that we are very, very, very different is that I actually love someone who sings and you love someone who okay, lip syncs. Let's not be shady. No, let's be shady no. because I want to talk about why you are obsessed with Britney Spears. Because she is amazing. Talk more about she that. She is an icon she is amazing she is literally what i grew up on and she is the gay idol she made all these pop stars who they are today because of her but do you agree that she doesn't sing anymore i agree that she does not sing live in concerts anymore but i do not agree that she cannot sing but do you agree that she does not dance as she used to there was a brief time between maybe 2012 till 2016 that she did not dance very well. Mm-hmm. I admitted that completely. Yeah, because Zeus, our cat, is right here. He Won't hates. Alone. It's very funny because he hates when Josh and I are sitting under a table because he cannot jump and be on top of us. So he's kind of complaining and walking around and looking um, at us with very sad eyes. So Keep going. From 2016 to 2018, I think she is dancing a lot better. I, mm-hmm. do, I do not think she will ever get back to the 2001, 2004 days. But she was also 21, 22 years old at that point. None of us can move like that. She's when a we're mom in our of 30s. teenagers now. Exactly. So she dances better than any of us ever will at our age that are not singers. Does she dance better than Beyonce? Okay, we all know that Beyonce is on a different level, so whatever. Bang! But she created a lot of the people that are out today yeah, and it, if did. it wasn't for her then a lot of pop, pop music would not be the same as it is today v- music videos would not be the same it was today a lot of things would not be the was today if it wasn't for her yep that's 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 kind of true mm-hmm. that's kind of and true. i will always stand behind that how many times you saw britney live i've seen her I've seen her circus tour twice and i saw her femme fatale tour and she didn't come and she's been in vegas ever since and i didn't see it and i hope she goes back because i would love to see her so i've seen her three times yeah and you also saw someone or some people that i would die for it spice girls yes the reunion tour joshua saw the reunion that was my very first concert i ever went to which is very different than brazil because in brazil we go to concerts since we are very young i mean i probably went to like a tiny little concert like a kid's concert when i was little but i don't remember it but spice girls reunion tour was my first how was it it was fantastic it was everything you thought it would be you know they all sang they sang their songs each had their solo moments posh she didn't sing her solo moments she just did a fashion show um the rest of them all sang their solo songs she was never was the singer Uh, but it was it was literally every gay man's fantasy and it was great and i hope that they come back gay man was everyone's fantasy because spice girls yeah but spice girls is like a nightclub for everyone i know but as a gay man it was my fantasy to I bet it is great. my fantasy too. Um, yeah, yeah. 
that was amazing i i i say to this day that my dream is be able to see uh the spice girls back together and be able to see them live and singing live and etc mm -hmm. but i want to go back to britney okay I can because talk about night, you always talk about britney and the fact that how much britney means to you but there is one fact that you always mention why britney is so special to you uh -huh. which is the fact that britney Uh, had one tough year, uh -huh. which was 2007. 2007 was Britney's, as many of us know, it was her tough year. She hit her head. She went crazy. She everything happened, and it was so it was oh, it was heartbreaking to this Phil day. Joshua is doing what Philippe always do, which is <laughs> knocking the microphone. Uh, and it was a rough year for me. That was I wouldn't say it was a rough year for me. That was probably my pivotal moment in my life where I got into some hardcore partying and but I also met tons of people that I'm still friends with to this day and it was all in the same year and I look up to the fact that she can make it through, then any of us can make it through. And in You always root for her. No matter if you hate her or love her, everybody's always rooting for her to be happy and healthy that's 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 very true that's actually very true but um I, i brought this actually because i want you to talk a little bit because we always talk about the fact that you had uh some tough years mm -hmm. and you got involved with some dark things mm -hmm. and you also uh, suffered a lot with anxiety mm -hmm. so i want you to talk a little bit about this so how it is for you how Probably is all everything that i did or the anxiety you don't need to talk about everything that you did talk about the things that you feel comfortable talking but talk a little bit about your experience about everything all of it. so go me. ahead so Just talk it yeah talk about it what was your how was your teenage years or your young adult years it was my 20s my early 20s um am i allowed to talk about it can I yeah it? you can I, talk about whatever online this is drunken accent what do you expect <laughs> uh so i did uh, many people may not even know but most people that were involved in my life probably know that i got into hardcore partying drinking a lot doing a lot of drugs going out all the time barely kept a job never barely ever slept It was a it was a dark time. I went through my very first breakup, and we we lived together for two months, and then we broke up, and then we stayed in the apartment for the next ten months. <laughs> Throughout that time, we did a lot of drugs, a lot of drinking, and a lot of partying. And but at the same time, I met a lot of people who were doing the same thing, and I'm still friends with to this day. None of us do that anymore, obviously. And so it was kind of. Yes, it was very hard and dark years, but at the same time, it was also one of the best, most memorable years of my life because I met so many people that I'm still so close with, too, and I have those memories with that only we have those memories. It's true. But it was dark, and it took a lot of my... It takes a lot of your mental health, and it makes you go to very dark places and make you feel things that you don't even know that you can feel. And it's hard to get out of. And when I see, you know, like Demi Lovato, for example, who goes through like drug overdoses and talks about being very open about drug use and everything like that, I feel for her because I know how hard it can be to not do them anymore, not do the drugs anymore. Um, I haven't done them in a while and I don't plan on doing them, but there are times where I feel the urge. I feel the urge come on to me if I get, you know, very rough days at work or something like that the urges come over and i'll just have to fight it off and 
Yeah. Do you think this also like uh, ignite your anxiety? Probably, I would say it probably ignites it a lot because when I first started doing all of that stuff was when I again went through my first breakup and never had a job and I was living on my own for the first time and I was afraid of being alone. I didn't want, I didn't know how to be alone, and it was very hard for me to learn how to navigate life outside of that. So, yeah, I, I would say it brings on a lot of the anxieties that I have today, which we both know that my anxiety is awful. Um, and I try to fight it as best I can, healthy ways now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's true, it's true. And I think it's, it's, um, it's, it's nice that you share this, because I think... Uh, it's nothing that I'm ashamed of. I will never be ashamed of the fact that I did drugs or partied or never went to school because of it or anything. I probably should have, but I didn't, and I will full on admit that. I don't regret it. I don't regret many things in my life. It was a learning thing, and in my mind, it made me a stronger person today. Mm-hmm. And I think that, yeah. I I I think you learn. I think yes. everything happened for a reason, and yeah. you learn. And in in it's a curve, right? You you learn, and I think your your teenage years is supposed for you to learn. Uh, Everybody does them differently. People go to school. People don't do drugs. Some people do drugs. They experiment. They do things. They don't. You don't know at the time. Yeah, it's right? true. And and in here in Canada, I think it's the the way that you guys see drugs and weed and etc. It's a little bit different than it is back home. I think here it's a little bit more into the daily life of most of the Canadian and North Americans than back home. Back home, it's a really, really, really uh um uh bad stuff well you can you guys can have an idea when you if you guys ever watch the series narcos on netflix talks a little bit about the narco traffic in colombia so it's kind of the same the same idea so yeah you guys can have a uh a good a good idea how things are over there right so it's 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 complicated, but it's like that you can share a little bit about this and the things that you went through and how you learned, right? I think people need to be open with the fact that they, they did it. Yep. And the only way, I obviously don't think I can help people or anything like that, but if I were to be able to help anybody and my experiences, it, that's why I would rather be open about it rather than not be. Yeah, it's and, true. It's very true, very true. So yeah, Joshua had his his Britney Spears ears. Although mm-hmm. he, although it's funny because yes, he shaved his head as well, but not the same year. I did the same, but not for the same reason. No, <laughs> but yeah, I saw pictures. Mm-hmm. I have to say that I prefer nowadays. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, it's 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 interesting. Like I said, it's good that you share and you nowadays are uh, you are. No, I would not say you were a different person, but you are a person who learned with all of this. And yeah. So if one day we have kids mm-hmm. and we find out that our kids are involved with drugs, mm-hmm. what would be your advice to the kids? How would you act for it? Obviously, there's no way that I can stop them from doing it because I can't be around them 24-7. Uh, so at that point, I would be open and I would be honest with the fact that 
it will more than likely screw up a good couple years of your life and it will take a big effect on your mental health um the only thing that i could Zeus just got tangled with the cables. The only thing that I can honestly say, and you may not like it, is that if you are going to do it, just be open about it and let me talk to you about it. Because I didn't have anybody to talk to when I was doing it. I didn't know. I was afraid to talk to anybody. And I'm pretty sure my family didn't know. know now, but... Um, I would like to have an open communication. Yes, I obviously couldn't stop you, but I would do everything that I could in my experiences to try to steer you away from it. Because I, while I didn't have anything bad happen to me, I saw a lot of bad things happen to other people. Yeah, so. it's 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 true. It's true. It's yeah, I think you the you amount that I right. the amount of things that I did. I was I'm very lucky to this day that nothing ever happened to me, and I take that very seriously that nothing happened. So. Yeah, I think I think you you would do the. I think that's the right thing. You have an open conversation, right? Have an open dialogue. Because the more you tell someone not to do it, they're gonna do it. Yeah, it's true. It's like when you tell me not to eat something, I'm gonna go eat it. That's very Which true. Which is true. That's very, very, very true. So also, um, we can actually uh, go a little bit more uh, to the light and not get so dark. Okay about this and we spoke a lot about our relationship about challenges about being dating someone who is not canadian who has has an accent but there is one thing that i want to talk which is uh how it is because you are completely the opposite of me in so many aspects Mm -hmm. i actually uh although a lot of people say that we are similar I don't think we actually are, Mm-mm. but uh, how it is date someone who is a completely nerd? Because I'm a nerd, and you know that. That's a good question. Um, it, I mean, you, you know me. It's very, it's fine for me. It doesn't bother me. You have your nerd moments. You have your nerd moments with people that we know, and you have conversations that go on for what feels like five hours about Game of Thrones or something like that, and then I, God, I couldn't be bothered. And most of the time, I don't get bothered. I just go on my phone or I just stop paying attention. You know I'm very good at that. It's <laughs> so, true. For me, it doesn't bother me. I know that's what you are makes you happy, and that's what you're passionate about. By all means, be nerdy about it. I can't contribute because... I don't understand it. Yeah, you don't. Um, I try. I watched Game of Thrones. Again, I second watched, time. I watched Game of Thrones. I watched Westworld. I don't understand it. <laughs> I like it. Don't get me wrong. I like it, but I don't. I don't understand it. True. So I do my best. But there is one thing that you are very nerd about it, which is Drag Race. You yes. actually always get very excited about I Drag, drag Race. Very happy. Very yeah. very happy. Yeah. So what what makes why you like so much about Drag Race? I like how it makes everybody just like go crazy in the rooting for somebody, in the the competition, and it's how you want to cheer for somebody to do so well, and how it brings out like competitiveness between people. And I don't know. There's just something about it that's just we've never really seen anything like it before like you watch survivor and you watch big brother and 
they're the same thing. They're great. Don't get me wrong. We watch all of them. But there's a different type of competitive element to Drag Race that I think is different from the other shows. Do you think it is because it opens to the whole community what is the LGBT? Yeah, I think it was something that was so underground for, well, not underground, but it was so not mainstream for so long. It was something that, you know, we would always go out and do. We would always go watch out on drag show on a Friday or Saturday night. Whereas now it's become a popular thing to do. And you'll see mainstream. Yeah, you'll see it more places and it's developed careers with everybody, which is great. And I just think it's great, and I really love it. Who is your favorite? Oh, well, I know, I but who, know is, my favorite who is. is your favorite queen of... I love Adore. Ador- who is Adore? The what? Adore Delano. They, why? I just, I love Adore Delano. And why? If she ever listens to this, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you you know, because you've mentioned that she, there's reasons why everybody just loves her. Yeah. And she did so well in her season. Yes, Bianca deserved to win. I there's just there's something about her that you just fall in love with and that's what I love and her voice also is amazing as well yeah although her last album was not the last good. album when she went raw like uh what's metal metal yeah I'm not I'm not I'm not here for that but that that's another fact that it's good about you now that we mentioned about music which is you actually knows a lot about the music industry Sure. You follow a lot about billboards and, and music people. I billboard almost maybe every hour. <laughs> yeah, you 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 know a lot about music. What makes you like so much about it? It makes me happy. It keeps me from going crazy. It keeps my anxiety levels down. And it makes me not think about reality. If reality is not going well at the moment what do you mean if work is not going well which we all know my track record with work it's not great um if i'm tired if i'm stressed out or let me just let me just clarify this to our uh public is not when joshua said that he he has a history with work it's just because the last let's say the last three jobs that joshua had there was some issues uh, some of them was about people being crazy. The other ones was about the companies not having much of not performing well. Performing well, that's a financially. good way to put it out. Yes, so it's yeah. it's, it's actually kinda... not me, but every time I go to a new company is when these things happen. Yeah, so it's 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 kind of funny. It's yeah, terrible. yeah, it's it's like so you need to have a thick thick skin thick skin to deal with it and i've developed that because the music helps me escape i listen to pop i listen to country i listen to my indie pop i listen to dance i listen to rap well only nikki um i listen to it all so if you have to suggest if you have to not suggest but you have to indicate it indicate it is the word Depends if you, if you wanted to say to someone a country artist you need to say I go to you and say, Joshua, who in country I should listen? Who would be? Um, you only can say one. Girl, Miranda Lambert. If I say pop. Oh, I'd say Britney, obviously. If I say rock. I don't really listen. Uh, I, I don't really listen to rock. Um, mm, uh, what's the one band I have on my Spotify? Uh, the Bleachers? Is it The Bleachers? I think so. Or The and, Killers. I like The Killers. Okay. They're any, old, though. Any was someone foreign? Pablo. Pablo. Or Anita. Yeah, you like Pablo See? and Anita? I do. So, 
I don't, I don't understand the thing they're saying. <laughs> Anita is Brazil's uh, biggest pop um, uh, music, pop singer at the moment, and Pablo is Pablo Vitar, which is pretty much our version of RuPaul. So Pablo is the biggest drag queen in Brazil. He is really breaking. He she well, he it's really breaking the the a lot of. Uh, um, uh, stigmas that we have in Brazil about the drag community and about the the LGBT pride queer community, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, do you have any questions? Do you have any topics? Do you have anything? Well, I'll just have one question because I know we're getting low on time. We are kind of. We still have a little bit more. What is it like dating me? Dating you. Dating you is, you know. It's a very interesting question. Let me get my cup ready. Because I think that dating you could be anything than challenging. Because I think one of the good things about dating you is that you bring me balance. And I think it's something that I never had before. Uh, I am very dramatic, as you know. Shut up, Joshua. I'm very dramatic and I'm very explosive and you kind of put me back to my balance to put me back to, to where I should you be. Out. Yeah, you, you help me to sometimes to see and you, it's interesting that in these three years you are able to actually see when I actually need you to be there and when for more that I'm telling you, uh, um, to be there that you need to leave that you need to leave me alone because maybe on that moment I need to be alone because I need to be with my own thoughts and realize whatever I'm doing and I think one of my biggest challenges because I have um, for our listeners who does not know I have a mental disorder which is called BPD which is borderline personality disorder uh, one day in the podcast we can talk more about it but I have this and um, so yeah the fact that I have this always make um, make me always feel this fear about being alone and being left behind and you always was the only person who made me feel secure which is good and yeah and I think one of the main things is the fact that uh our relationship was not built on needs of each other, was built of being supportive of each other. We kind of complement each other, but we are not, um, we have separate lives and independent lives and we have our, our own ways and personality to do it. We can live without each other, but we prefer to be together. Mm -hmm. We choose to be together. Mm -hmm. Which makes everything better, in my opinion, at least. Good. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. You like the answer? I'm okay with that. Good. How are you excited for our wedding? I'm excited. Are you? Just mm -hmm. that? Just excited? Well, we still have four or five hundred and six days. So we do, yeah. Because Joshua counts wait, every wait. day. We have a blackboard that he puts the date. Although you know me that I've already planned the whole thing in my head. So it's yeah. like I just can't show how excited I am because yes. I get yelled at because it's too early. So that I say it's too early is just because if I let Joshua, we would have pretty much the whole wedding already set it up and I would just have to, you know, go there and figure it out what to dress, 
mm-hmm. but you're dry. So yeah, if I like for Joshua, would be like that. But yeah, I guess we have to wrap it up, as Felipe always say, although he's not here. I guess uh, our listeners was able to see a little bit about you. I finished the bottle of wine, by the way. Yeah, I know it is. And uh, was also able to see the the difference between Josh and I and Felipe and Jason. So we are two different couples. We have different people. So it's uh, two couples who is uh, made of one Canadian and one Brazilian. And you guys can see that it's very different. And we, we're all just getting to know each other. Exactly. We all, we all of us getting to know each other. And it's, it's, it's been a nice journey, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, we are ending here. So, I don't know if you want to give your social media. Do you? Sure. So, um, how, where people can find you, I Joshua? only have Instagram. I don't have Twitter. I'm not about that life anymore. Okay. It's not too much for me. And I also didn't want that space on my phone being used up. Okay, so where is your Instagram? I know your Instagram. I think it's Joshua Was. Yes, it is. J-O-S-H-U-A-W-A-S. You go, you go, you guys go there. You guys like the pictures of my bay. But you guys there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. Okay, you guys can go there and check on him. And you guys can also find me as on Instagram and Twitter as M R L C C U N H A Mr. L. See Quinya. Yep. And you guys can also find Drunken Accent on Facebook or Instagram as Drunken Accent. And our email, which is drunkenaccentpodcast at gmail.com. So next week is actually our 10th episode, which pretty much will be the last episode of the first season. And after that, we start a whole new beginning. Whoa. So yeah. So after that, we will start with uh, new things. We will have new ideas. So next week, we will have some, uh, a little bit of surprise. I would say that this three-part big special about Golden Couples will have their grand finale next week. I wonder what it could be. Yeah. So I hope you guys all uh, stay with us and you guys are able to listen to us. And please send us your thoughts. Uh, text me, text Felipe, text Joshua. Give me your feedbacks. Let me know, let us know uh, about what you guys think. And if you guys have any other questions about Felipe and Jason, Josh and I, or about Dragon Accent, indeed, please let us know. We are dying to hear more about you guys. Mm-hmm. Right, Joshua? For sure. Any last words? I don't have anything. <laughs> Of course you don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Joshua, guys. So thank you so much. Thank you. Do you know how we end this podcast? <sighs> no, it's not like that. <laughs> so we end the podcast always with a goodbye, just like Alaska oh, Thunderfuck yeah. 2000. Right. Right. If okay. you guys don't know who is Alaska is, go check it out. Okie dokie. So see you guys next week. Or maybe not. Who knows? But see you guys soon. And... Bye. I've got a gay. Go. Go. I've got to go.